Welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. Join John Bernadovich as he embarks on a journey to get to know amazingly awesome HR and business professionals to understand what it takes to do HR like a boss. Each week, John chats with professionals with a wealth of knowledge and practical experience to help you tackle HR's biggest challenges. If you enjoy the show, don't forget to subscribe, hit the five-star rating, and share it with your HR friends. John is a father, husband, competitive golfer, author of HR Like a Boss, and founder of Willery, a professional services firm dedicated to HR and payroll technology and people. He is devoted to transforming the workplace by empowering the HR and payroll communities to navigate their ever-evolving business landscape with ownership and passion. You're listening to the HR Like a Boss podcast, hosted by John Bernadovich. Hello again, and welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. John Bernadovich here with Heather Rice. Heather is a mutual friend of a colleague of mine and a Disrupt HR Columbus 2.0 alumni speaker. Heather Rice, welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Super excited to have that. We've been talking about this since you did your presentation down at Disrupt, and we'll tease people a little bit. Stay tuned. In about five or six minutes, we'll be talking about the wisdom that she dropped and what that experience was like to do Disrupt. But so for Heather, for those within the HR Like a Boss community that don't have the pleasure to know you, would you mind sharing a little bit about your background and your passion for human resources? Sure. Um, my background, I consist of about, uh, I, guess, I guess, a grand total of nearly 30 years in medical operations and HR. Um, I was a medic and, you know, went to school, uh, thought I was going to be a social worker, but decided I would go into HR because we're like the social workers of the workplace. And um, I currently serve as a senior talent development consultant at Nationwide Children's Hospital in Columbus, Ohio where I create learning and coaching experiences, giving people increased confidence and in knowing that they can accomplish anything that we talk about. It's a really cool migration in your career to go from a medic to your passion for HR and now to be working with such an incredible organization in the Columbus area. That's got to be really, really neat. Good for you. Yeah, it's very fortunate. All right, Heather. You probably listened to the show. If you haven't, that's okay. You'll probably listen to this episode for sure once you hear yourself online. I know how all that goes. The question I ask all of my guests, the very first question is really near and dear to my heart. How would you describe the purpose of human resources? Well, I'm going to quote one of my previous teammates, Elizabeth, um, who never worked in HR until she was on our team. And she described our team as the heart of the organization. And as a again, as a medic, that was uh, very descriptive to me because it's the cardiovascular system of the clinic or of the organization. Um, we provide life-giving nutrients uh, in the form of various services that we provide, but we also help um, take out the trash, uh, like the cardiovascular system does in the body. And it's not just in the form of people. Um, it's also in the form of antiquated processes and, you know, stale policies and things like that. Things that don't work or are not good for the body or the soul. Let's get rid of those so that we can right. move forward, be healthy and vibrant. I love it. That's so cool. 
All right. So Heather, I know I tease this up a bit. Uh, as a organizer of Disrupt HR Columbus, we've been fortunate to meet friends like you to expand this great thing, this empowerment of human resources. Disrupt HR is a, a wonderful event. Congratulations to Jen Jennifer McGlure for what she conceptualized 10 years ago. And if you've been fortunate enough to speak at Disrupt HR, you know that experience is unlike any other. And yeah. if you can't see Heather's face right now, she's got a big grin on her face, but a big sigh of relief that it's over. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about what that was like for you and what your topic was and just how it all went. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say the first time I went to Disrupt HR was the year before. And I remember sitting there going, this seems like the hardest thing to do ever. Um, I've been a public speaker for over 20 years, and I will confirm that, you know, having 20 slides that move automatically, being able to be concise enough to get your information in in that five minutes, um, that was the most technical, technically difficult talk I have ever given, hands down. And uh, but it was exciting and it, it was adrenaline. I mean, the adrenaline was very high. And uh, the topic uh, was grace and HR. And, um, you know, I went deep on, you know, the idea of, you know, I borrowed this concept from my pastor, actually. And, um, you know, he talks about that grace comes after hard, you know, wrestling with hard truths. So I framed it up with, you know, three hard truths. And, um, you know, went deep on those hard truths and talked about how, you know, we what the hard truths were. And then we went into how we can be better uh, HR folks by doing certain things to, to mitigate those truths a little bit. Um, there were a couple there was a truth I, I wasn't able to get to, um, you know, in the prep sessions. But I did add a bonus truth, though, because I thought it was important uh, for my HR friends to understand where the inspiration and stuff comes from. So. So cool. I want to dig in a little bit more into okay. just the fact that you've done professional speaking and, and feel comfortable in that, but the dynamic that disrupt HR puts us in, I've been there before I'll be presenting in Pittsburgh sometime in October again, glutton mm -hmm. for punishment with it. And I do agree. I have a hard time saying things quickly. People might, might, Give me that uh, a pat on the back or can be long when I can fill the air, I've been told. That mm -hmm. said, I got to give a shameless plug for a couple cool things that are going on. I'll show everybody that wants to see it, the Disrupt HR, all the crew and everybody in the, the Sherm community. HR Like a Boss, my book comes out October 24th. You can find that on Amazon or if you want to go to the Sherm store and buy it for a discount if you have your, your SHRM certification or you're a member, please go do that. Super excited for that to launch your guide to amazingly awesome HR. And I would be remiss if I didn't thank our sponsor, Willery, which is near and dear to my heart. We are a staffing and consulting firm. Our staffing side focuses on people, specifically in HR and payroll. So direct hire, temporary fractional interim support, all positions from CHRO down to entry level. And then in our consulting practice, we have a distinct focus around technology. We do a lot of work around selecting systems, implementing them, optimizing, transforming them, 
helping clients on client side activities that they need to do that maybe sometimes the vendors don't provide the ample amount of support. So if you're struggling to find talent in your HR payroll team or you're not getting that ROI on your HR tech, please visit willery.com to learn more. All right, here we are, other side of the promo. And I just want to just dig into this a little bit more, like the craziness of doing Disrupt HR presentation. My guess is there's a few people out there thinking to themselves, I, I'm not brave enough to do it. I'm not courageous enough to do it. It makes me nervous to stand up in front of there without a clicker. How did you navigate through and prepare yourself for that presentation, knowing it was such a different format than others you had done before? Well, my approach was uh, similar to other things that were you know, unique um, that I've had to prepare for. Um, it was... It, there was a lot of practice, a lot of practice. So the first thing I did, I would say, is come up with an outline of what I wanted to say. And then I put, it's it's like when you develop a lesson plan, essentially, then you put some meat on the bones. Um, you know, you, you think about like when I was talking about the hard truths, you know, I had, I had four hard truths initially, um, you know, HR not being at the table, uh, HR lacking focus on the human. <laughs> and um, HR doesn't understand operations. The one that landed on the floor was growth can only happen outside your comfort zone. Um, but you had to cut that. You had to cut that out, Heather, because you didn't have time. Correct. Couldn't get, couldn't get all those things in five. That's kind of the annoying in part of, of disrupt HR. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but but that's the process. So you you go in and you got to be okay with that. That's the other thing. You know, you're not going to be able to say and do all the things you want to do in five minutes, especially if you've been like you and I, it sounds like we both have the same gift of filling the air. So you definitely want to refine it down. And even within when you refine it down to the, you know, the three the three hard truths, then you want to refine it down even further to, because you want to just give the best nuggets that you can give those people because you only have a very finite amount of time. It's a great, it's a great, um, I guess a great proving ground for people who want to be executives. The, um, if you want to be in an executive role, eventually that was a big part of my, one of my roles in my last organization was being able to present to a board and they don't want to hear all the, you know, the fluff. They they want to get down to brass tacks. And so it's very similar to preparing for a board meeting, <laughs> essentially. And my, my boss could say whatever he wanted, but as the chief of HR, I was only able to say very little. So well, I really appreciate that insight because it's it's one of those unique experiences. When I presented for the first time at, at Disrupt HR, it was is incredibly nerve-wracking. I never mm -hmm. prepared more for a presentation in my life. And it, I think people could tell I put a ton of energy, time, effort into it. Now, mm -hmm. I've in both cases, when I presented Disrupt HR, I've gone over five minutes. And everybody yells at me because I do that. Uh, the, the one time I did this chant afterward of Disrupt HR, Disrupt HR, and then we danced at the end of my last one. People were mildly entertained by that, except for the speaker that went after me. She looked at me with dagger eyes. Like, I can't believe I have to go on stage after you just did what you just did. Oh, no. I, I thought to myself, oh boy, I was told to be disruptive. I did my best I could, but, and, 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 Speaking of filling the air and, and going through all that, I, I I today did a did a speaking engagement. I had forty five minutes to work with this group up in Cleveland around talent acquisition. Heather, I I got it. I I mean, honest to God, 
I was what I thought was halfway through the presentation. I went to go do a time check on my on my phone and I only had five minutes left. Yep. People were bantering, they were sharing their thoughts. It's amazing how fast the time can go by if you yeah. get comfortable in it. And I feel the opposite. When I wasn't comfortable presenting, I felt like the time stood still, almost like I was in school again, just waiting for that clock to hit 2.37 p.m. so I could go ride the bus and go home. <laughs> when, when you know when you love what you, you know when you're doing something you love 100%. and you enjoy it, the time goes by just so fast. And uh, kudos to the founders for Disrupt HR. Kudos to you for having the courage and your pastor giving you the inspiration around yeah. That grace, that's a really, really cool combination of things to come together. Absolutely. I agree. I'm very fortunate. Like I said before, I'm fortunate in a lot of ways, and that's that's definitely one of them. All right. So, Heather, the book is HR Like a Boss. The podcast is HR Like a Boss. And I get all guests out of the show with one final question. How would you describe someone that does HR Like a Boss? I think there's a few things. Um the first one is practice assuming the good. I say practice because it's not easy. Uh, you got to do it all the time. You got to reset yourself whenever you start going down the negative path. Uh, so assume the good in everyone and everything that you're walking into. It makes life a lot easier. The second thing is focus on the advancement of the everyone we serve in terms of their professional growth, uh, engagement levels, even when it includes having hard conversations that, you know, this particular role or this particular organization might not be the right thing for them. It's okay to have those conversations and meet people, um, and which leads into my third one, which is meeting people where they are. Um, very, very important, especially our leaders. I find so often they, just like my talk uh, talked about quite a bit, is this idea that we as HR people don't really understand their their predicament that they're in. So, you know, people who HR uh, really well or who who are tip the spear HR people, they understand what makes their leaders world run. And they understand the crazy makers that their leaders have, and they partner with those leaders to help them mitigate those crazy makers. And that's what I think it is to be a really strong HR person. I love it. How do you define a crazy maker? What is that? Oh, it's it's the things in the day that that make your life crazy. You know, um, it could be, you know, it depends on your industry. I know in the industry I'm in now, um, it's the it's, you know, a, a, a no show, um, you know, of a really critical patient or it could be, um, you know, the emergency room, you know, being full of people after a massive car accident, you know, it could be um, any number of things. And, you know, it could be part of the operation, but it could also be the, the things that are asked of us that are outside of that. And we just need to focus on the operation, the work of the work as leaders. And we get torpedoed with, well, we need this, uh, this report right now, or we've got this inspector here, or we've got this auditor here. Those are the crazy makers. And so, you know, it's helping people keep kind of a neutral mindset around those things because they're going to happen. And it's not getting too excited when things are great, but also not getting too low when when things are not. So trying to help them uh, with a, you know, a neutral mindset, which is what athletes do a lot of the time. Uh, there's a group I follow called Limitless Minds, and they 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 operate in that space and it's great. 
I, I, I refer everybody there. So. We could probably go on from that. I have you read <laughs> Trevor Noad's work? The yeah, getting he, they're film? actually yeah yeah exactly they they're actually connected. They were connected to him. Obviously, he's no longer with us. So, incredible incredible concept. This idea. I, I work with student athletes quite a bit, both in college and in high school, mainly in high school. And this idea of going from you're having a negative thought to oh brush it off and think positive. I love Trevor's concept of just get to neutral. I love how he described in the the heyday of Alabama football and Georgia football, you weren't allowed to say anything negative. You could think it, but don't say it. Neg don't say anything negative. And the thought of ne the neut neutrality in trying to maintain a high peak performance is mm -hmm. is tremendous. I I totally yeah. get that. But and you see it over the years in the various sports. You know, you can see people who are really really good at that. You might be coming up on the end. You know, you're you're winning the Super Bowl. And you see some people who are just flatline, you know, they seem very flatline, very, but that's, they're just keeping their head right. So they can make it through the rest of the game. So. Yeah, totally. I'm all for definitely just immersing yourself in the process, mm -hmm. not, not, not in being infatuated with the result. Whenever exactly. you focus on what the results are, you end up missing the most important thing, where my feet are, what shot I have to hit, what pass I have to throw, what block I have to make, what I have to do at work, what what professional thing they're expecting me to do in this you know, performing you know, surgery on a patient or doing okay. an onboarding plan for an HR professional. It's just getting in that right state of mind. And it's 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 not easy. It's it, We're sitting here making suggestions of things that I know that are, are difficult to do. But Heather, awesome job. I'm sure my my community within HR Like a Boss will have, have loved some of the things that you shared, especially a couple of these points I'll make. You start off the podcast by saying HR is the social workers in the workplace, which I yeah. totally see how the correlation to that happens and can be viewed as the heart of the organization, all the criticality that a heart heart does for the human body. You talked about the importance of practicing assuming the good. I think mm -hmm. in, in our business of human resources, we got to deal with a lot of crazy, weird stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's really, it's really easy to get jaded fast. Yeah. And I, I think sometimes, you know, people are people, they're going to do silly, weird things, but make sure you, you assume the good. And if it ends up not being that, then, okay, shame on the person that did something bad, not shame on you for, for setting them up for, for failure, even before they even started. Exactly. The importance of focusing on the advancement of every single person within your organization and making sure you meet your executives where they are. They have a lot of things going on in their life, and they need our support from human resources to be that, that partner, that thought leader, that, that support resource. Heather Rice, exceptional job on the HR Like a Boss podcast. I really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good one. Thanks for checking out the HR Like a Boss podcast. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, you're in for a treat with the book, HR Like a Boss. It's filled with more stories and valuable insights that can truly impact your HR career. The journey doesn't end here. Visit www.hrlikeaboss.com to join the largest community of amazingly awesome human resources professionals who are committed to doing HR Like a Boss. Stay connected with us on social media and don't forget to hit that subscribe button, rate and review. Your feedback helps us deliver content that matters to you. 
reach out to join directly at john at willery.com. Until next time, let's continue to aspire to do amazingly awesome HR.